Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on State of the World, was the former president of Georgia poisoned? Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. It's Thursday, February 29th. I'm Greg Dixon. The former Soviet Republic of Georgia, like Ukraine, is partially occupied by Russia. It has been since 2008. And also like Ukraine, Georgia is seeking membership in the European Union. But treatment of the Western-leaning former president could complicate that effort. He's in prison and his health is deteriorating. His family and his supporters say he's been poisoned by Russia. And Pierre's Charles Maines has more from the Georgian capital, Tbilisi. The image on the courtroom video screen was all the more shocking because nearly everyone remembers the man as he used to be. Here was Mikhail Saakashvili, the former president of Georgia, speaking from a prison hospital bed. A politician once famous for his energy and drive now looked ghost-like, his body emaciated and spent. The cause is a point of contention. It's divided Georgian society and may impact the country's future depending on what happens next, argue his closest supporters. The order is to kill him there, slowly. Yulia Lasagna is closer than most. She's Saakashvili's mother. Lasagna says her son was poisoned by the Kremlin with implicit backing from longtime rivals in the current Georgian government. They don't acknowledge the fact that he was poisoned. And they had to start from that. Every day, twice a day, Alessanya delivers food to her son's prison hospital bed. Eggs, sometimes some um, different vegetables. His food uh, options are very limited. Saakashvili is serving six years for abuse of power and faces additional charges that could add more time. Alessanya, like her son, says it's all payback for trying to pull the country out of Moscow's orbit, for trying to remake Georgia into a Western democracy. He was Democrat. That's why he's there in jail. Saakashvili first gained international fame as the leader of Georgia's peaceful Rose Revolution in 2003, setting the country on a pro-Western path with ambitions to join the EU and NATO. He courted the U.S. in particular, a move that soured relations with Russia, the region's traditional power broker, as he noted in an interview with NPR at the time. I think Russians understand that it's not the battlefield between the superpowers. We are a small country. We need to survive in a very complicated geopolitical environment. Yet a brief but disastrous war in 2008 saw Russia seize 20 percent of Georgia's territory, land Moscow still holds to this day. Faced with voter anger over the war and growing questions over his human rights record, Saakashvili was voted out in 2012, losing power to a Russia-friendly oligarch, Bidzina Ivanishvili. And that's where things basically stop. Today, Ivanishvili's Georgia Dream Party remains the dominant force in Georgian politics. Meanwhile, the party Saakashvili founded remains the key opposition voice, despite Saakashvili spending years in exile before his return and arrest in 2021. Well, it's very difficult uh, for the government. Obviously, it is a big headache for us. Nikolos Samkharadze is chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee and a member of the ruling Georgia Dream Party in the parliament. 
He argues Saakashvili is intentionally starving himself. He is trying to look as if he has some terminal illness so that he could be uh, released. Independent medical exams failed to settle the dispute. Meanwhile, a case on Saakashvili's treatment is winding its way before the European Court of Human Rights and the EU has issued warnings to Georgia's leaders over Saakashvili's deteriorating health. Will Georgia gain anything if something happens to him? No. Corneli Kakacha of the Georgian Institute of Politics says the optics of Saakashvili's mistreatment don't help when Georgia's future with the West is up for discussion. Whatever he's doing, deliberately or deliberately, the risk is there. Last December, the country was granted EU candidate status, clearing a first hurdle towards a long road of negotiations to join the EU. But even as Georgians rallied in celebration, EU officials warned that membership rests on Georgia's bitter political infighting coming to an end. Elections next fall may resolve that, but for now, Saakashvili remains in prison, and his mother, Yuli Alessanya, wonders how long he can survive. He's very strong morally, you know. He's ready to fight till the last moment. And with that, she set off to deliver the former president another meal. Charles Maines, NPR News, Tbilisi, Georgia. That's the State of the World from NPR. Thanks for listening. See you again soon. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from Bombas. Bombas makes absurdly soft socks, underwear, and T-shirts. And for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com NPR and use code NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR.